At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting you ready for the day in sports betting, this is Point Spread Saturday on VSIN, the sports betting network. Point Spread Saturday rolling along. Happy to be with you. I'm Jeff Barles. Dan Zimborski is going to be with us in 15 minutes. We're going to be talking Plenty of baseball with Dan. I, I just want to bring this up again because I'm as, as more information comes out on the the slap by Tommy Pham of Jock Peterson over fantasy football, this manages to get better. Apparently, this slap was over <laughs> over IR usage. Now, again, a regular discussion, regular dispute in most fantasy leagues are that IR slot, which, by the way, there should be at least two. At least two. It is truly amazing. It sounds like that it was happening during <laughs> this dispute goes back to 2020. Potentially. Uh, Warren Sharp is trying to do some digging to figure out exactly when this happened. If this happened during the 2020 season when Warren Sharp thinks it did, Jack Peterson was playing in a World Series. <laughs> Just... Just truly amazing stuff. Uh, let, let's do some NBA here real quick. Go to the NBA. Of course, if you're just joining us, we mentioned before the Miami Heat have forced a game seven in the Eastern Conference Finals. Jimmy Butler, 47 points last night. An all-timer from Butler to get it done. 47-9-8-4 for Jimmy as the Heat win as eight-and-a-half-point underdogs outright in Boston, 111-103. Game goes over again. 
he obviously easily covers an eight-and-a-half-point dog, went outright. But this begs the question, as we go into the final game of this series, right now, Heat are two-and-a-half-point underdogs in game number seven tomorrow night at home for them. 197-and-a-half right now in DraftKings. The conference final MVP markets, right now, Jason Tatum is minus 110. Jimmy Butler is plus 125. Everyone else is north. Well, Jalen Brown's 10 to 1. Everyone else is north of 150 to 1. It is down to three guys. And we talked about this the other day on a numbers game. And we thought Jalen Brown, even a plus 175, was reasonable. Now, Jalen Brown had a pretty messy performance last night. 20 points, fouled out, missed two critical free throws. You're telling me Jalen Brown at 10-1 to 1 isn't worth a play still at DK to be the Eastern Conference Final MVP? I think that is. I think that's worth a play. By the way, if you want regular finals odds right now, Boston plus 260. At DraftKings plus 275 at MGM, as always, shop around. Miami 6-1 to one at DraftKings, plus 550 at BetMGM. Would you, would, you, would you consider betting Miami to win the title right now? I don't, I, don't, I don't think I would. I don't think the winner of this series is beating Golden State. I think Golden State's winning the title. Right now, by the way, Warriors minus 175 consensus to win the NBA title. If you're looking at finals MVP odds, Steph Curry is your favorite. No shock there. Minus 110. The winner of the first ever Magic Johnson Western Conference Final MVP. Curry is now your NBA Finals MVP favorite. Jason Tatum plus 330. Jimmy Butler plus 750. Jalen Brown 15 to 1. Clay 15 to 1. Draymond Green 18 to 1. And then 25 to 1s on Andrew Wiggins and Bam Adebayo. Looking at this, the only one I would really consider would be Jordan Poole at 35 to 1. Now, it may be hard. We've already seen a. Steph Curry's never won the NBA Finals MVP. Just remember that. Never won it somehow. Somehow, remember Andre Iguodala won the MVP of the first title, and then that Durant guy won the other two. So. It is still kind of amazing that Steph Curry still hasn't gotten there. <laughs> it really is. So this is one of those where we when we when we're looking at voted on markets like this, sometimes you have to take the narrative into play. Now, I understand the narrative on Clay Thompson's pretty darn good. Oh, the significant torn ACL, the Achilles rupture. He hasn't been great this postseason. But it is one of those where, hey, if Clay is, if this is somewhat equal, you could see them giving Clay the award. You could see it. Now, I'm not saying that's right, but you could see Clay Thompson win that award. But if Golden State wins the series, which, by the way, I expect them to win this series regardless of who the opponent is, Boston would give them a harder time. They're better defensively. 
Miami really is just to take Jimmy Butler out, especially if Hero is not healthy. I think Bam gets shut down pretty easily in that series by Golden State. I think that would be a five-game series where Golden State would roll against Miami. But it'll be fascinating to see as we go through here, just looking at other odds here. You want to take a flyer on Kyle Lowry at 100-1 to win finals MVP? No, thank you. No, thank you. Was good finally to see Kyle Lowry play well. He's been so bad this whole postseason. Battling that hammy. Finally played well last night, even though he fouled out in the end. Again, Miami 111, Boston 103. If you want to flash for everyone the uh, the odds here for game seven, the Boston Celtics, again, a road favorite in game seven. Two and a half point favorites against the Miami Heat with a total of 197 and a half. And again, this total just keeps on dropping. Miami trying to pull the upset. As the dog at home again, the best home team all year in the Eastern Conference, the best team in the Eastern Conference most of the year, trying to get to the NBA Finals as a small underdog against the team. And then I'll put the best numbers in the East this year. Let's uh, let's move to some football real quick, actually. We haven't gotten any football discussion, and we'll get some football here. We'll get some football later because this is OTA week. Everyone's favorite. Oh, the organized team activities. You gotta love, uh, you gotta love people freaking out. Oh, Aaron Rodgers didn't show up. Who cares? Aaron Rodgers didn't show up at all last year either. Aaron Rodgers doesn't need to show up anymore. You look at the NFC North now. I, I want to look at the NFC North first before we look at other divisions. The Green Bay Packers, your favorites, no shock, and also your win totals and your make miss playoff odds readily available. The Packers at 10 and a half. Now, this is a different looking Packer team as we know Devontae Adams is in this market where we are right now. But their win total is 10 and a half, juice to the over, minus 145. It's not like their schedule is overly difficult. Sure, they get Tampa and Buffalo on the road, which is obviously two difficult games. But other than that, they cross with the rest of the AFC East. They're going to be favored in the three games against New England, the Jets, and Miami. They get the Titans on a short week. The division still stinks. It's hard to bet an over 10 and a half with juice, especially when you don't know what the receiving core is going to be for Green Bay. Sammy Watkins, Christian Watson. It's just not a lot. Obviously, with Adams there. But Green Bay's schedule is conducive to winning a lot of games. Now, it also depends kind of what you think of the rest of the division. Green Bay, of course, opens with Minnesota week one of the NFL season. Depends what you think of the Vikings, who to me are the most classic 9-8, and 8-9 eight, eight and team there is. That 8.5 win total on Minnesota is right. On Green Bay, minus 185 right now on, on BetMGM, 5-1 to one to win the conference and 11-1 to win the Super Bowl. Those conference and Super Bowl odds are way too short. Tampa's better. The Rams are better in the NFC. And it wouldn't shock me if Dallas or Philadelphia ends up being better than Green Bay in the long haul. Looking at the rest of this division, I why I, I understand why people come out in the offseason and try to 
find a spicy play or two. But can we slow the roll on the Detroit Lions being actually somewhat competent this year? That's still a team that was absolutely dreadful last year. Now, you can argue they had some bad luck. They lost a lot of close games. Jared Goff is much better than an ordinary quarterback on a terrible team. The one thing I will say for Detroit, six and a half their win total, that feels fine to me. You get plus money to get to seven, that feels about right. But those first weeks, those first five weeks, I'll even count New England in there, even though it's a road game that they'll definitely be a reasonable underdog in. They can win all those games. I'm not saying they're going to, but would it really shock you if they're three and one through four weeks? They're, the command, they're, they can, they'll, I, it depends on what we see week one, but the Lions could very easily end up being a favorite against the commanders. The Seahawks are going to be awful. The Seahawks will be worse than the Lions. Even though, don't be shocked if the Seahawks win on Monday night week one. It will be very interesting to see. And this is why, again, adjusted in-season win totals might be the way to do it this year. Might be the way to do it going forward. Might be the way. Lions six and a half, that feels right. By the way, 10 to 1 to win the division, I would like more than that. I'd like at least 15, maybe even 18. Before you know, already Memorial Day, guys. Before you know, it'll be Labor Day weekend and we'll be five days away from the NFL season. Can't wait. Can't wait. Baseball talk next, though. Dan Zimborski. Quarter of the way through the season. What are Dan's overwhelming thoughts? That's next. Point Spread Saturday. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes 
that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is Point Spread Saturday on VSEN, the sports betting network. The VSEN Summer Special is here. For just $39, you get everything VEASAN has to offer from now through the end of July. The next few months are going to be filled with the best betting content in the business right here at vcin.com And subscribers will have access to all of it, including Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets, JVT's best bets all the way through the NBA Finals, Andy McNeil breaking out all the action all the way through the Stanley Cup playoffs. Plus, we're going to have plenty of preseason NFL coverage as well. And not to mention continued best bets and premium articles on UFC, USFL, golf, NASCAR, tennis, and F1. We want you to have the full VEASAN experience. It includes daily best bet emails, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, the use of our betting tools, live video stream if you want to see our beautiful faces whenever you want. The cost is only $39 to be a subscriber now through July 31st. So sign up right now, VEASAN.com slash summer. Happy to be with you on a Saturday. It is Point Spread Saturday. I'm Jeff Parles here in Las Vegas. Almost reached 7 a.m., which means the Lombardi line will be coming up at 10 a.m. Eastern. Michael Lombardi, Patrick Maher taking you into the Memorial Day weekend further. But now with us, one of my favorites. It's so good to have our next guest on. Not on the golf course this morning. It's our guy, Dan Zimborski, fan graphs writer. You see his work on ESPN as well. The creator of Zips. Guy who's much smarter than I am. Always good to talk with Dan. Dan, thanks for being with us this morning. Morning, Jeff. How are things with you? I'm good. I'm good. It's it's early here on a Saturday in Vegas. You see some fun things when you walk into the South Point, but it's good to be here uh, as always early uh, with this. Uh, Dan, uh, just before we before we get into real baseball here, your thoughts on the Tommy Pham slap of Jock Peterson over <laughs> fantasy football? Uh, I was joking about him. Uh, Yesterday, but I think it's true. In the last year, he's been stabbed at a strip club, and he's he's gotten in a fight about fantasy football, and he's basically a fight with a drive-through cashier at Wendy's from getting like a being the protagonist of an FX sitcom. That's kind of where Tommy Sam is right now. Oh man, no. <laughs> the the FX sitcom is a perfect way to put that there, Dan. But uh, yeah. Tommy Pham apparently upset about the IR slot usage in the fantasy football <laughs> league with Doc, with Jock Peterson. Hey, Why not? It's there for a reason. It's there for a reason. That's what it's for. It's <laughs> if you can take advantage of your your injured reserve. I mean, you're supposed to. That's 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 what it's there for. Dan, I I, I am pro two IR slots in fantasy football and at least four in baseball. So uh, you have no argument for me on that. But Dan, we're we're about a quarter of the way through here and. Uh, Dan, there's a lot of storylines through this baseball season. The Mets aren't Metsing so far. The baseball isn't traveling. The Yankees might be as good as they've been since their last World Series. 
in 2009. But, Dan, what, what's the biggest storyline that has caught your eye through the first quarter of this baseball season? Well, you already mentioned it. It's the baseball. Uh, the It's not so much that the baseballs themselves are different. It's the effects that the humidors have had on the balls. Uh, offense has gotten ridiculously low in baseball. I know that that MLB as a policy wanted to reduce home runs and try to have a more well-rounded offense so that, you know, there were singles and doubles once in a while. Uh, we, but it's had the opposite effect. Not only are our homers down, everything else is down. Balls feel dead. Uh, certain power hitters have really struggled this season. I think of people like Jesse Winker. Uh, I, and, you know, when you talk with baseball about their baseballs, it's sometimes hard to get any kind of transparency on the issue. I know Dr. Meredith Wills has been dissecting baseballs like mad and trying to get answers from MLB and none are coming. I think that equipment is a pretty big deal because I know that front offices aren't happy about it because when there's uncertainty about what a baseball does, it's really hard to make decisions. There's a lot of money at stake. Absolutely there, Dan. And and look, I, you bring up the humidor. You, you, you and plenty others have brought that up. There's a humidor in every single park this year, Dan. And I, and I just, again, we're, we're guessing more than anything. But as we heat up across the country weather-wise, you think we'll start seeing a change with these balls flying more like we usually do? Or, or, or is it because this first year of the humidor, we're just dealing with a scenario where, hey, this might take a year to get this right in the non-Colorados or Arizonas of the world that have had it for years? Uh, I think that we will see more offense as it heats up, but it's going to be kind of the normal growth from the cold, from the cold weather season. Uh, we started out in April lower than other Aprils. It wasn't an April thing. So I do think that offense is going to be suppressed unless there's another baseball out there. Uh, because one of the findings about the baseballs last year is that there were two distinct manufacturers of baseball, an uh, early-season baseball and a late-season baseball. Baseball carries over balls from season to season. when they, I mean, they're going to use all of them. Uh, so for all we know, there's a mystery ball out there that everyone's going to shift to in July, and that just adds to the uncertainty. It's, it's uncertainty for teams, for players, for fans, for people betting on stuff. It, it's, it's, it's kind of a mess. Dan Zimborski with us right now, contributor to ESPN, writer for Fangraphs, creator of Zips as well, one of the best baseball stats out there. Dan, just uh, looking at this uh, right now, and I want to go to a team that's underachieved first before teams that have overachieved. And the underachievers, the Chicago White Sox, who are five games behind the Twins in the AL Central. They're 500. They have a horrible run differential at negative 42, which is 46 runs worse than the Guardians, who are in their division as well. Uh, Dan, is is there a reason to be alarmed for the White Sox here, or is this just a product of their schedule has been so front-loaded here that they're just struggling with the better teams on their schedule, especially with a weak schedule coming post-All-Star break? I think it's, it's fair to be highly concerned about the White Sox, but they are at 500. And, you know, being 500 at the end of May is not ideal, but it's not the end of the world, and they do play in a relatively weak division. There's, there's no weaker division in baseball. If they were in the AL East this year, they might have a worse record and be behind the Red Sox right now and would be much farther out of the division. They're five games back. That gives the Twins an advantage, but it's not an insurmountable one. Uh, and they have had 
things go, you know, quite wrong. I mean, as Manny Grundahl has not played well at all this year, especially compared to how hot he was after coming back from injury last year. Uh, they, they haven't gotten anything out of A.J. Pollock, out of Jake Berger, out of, you know, Gavin Sheets and Adam Engel. Uh, Andrew Vaughn was injured, and he's been really solid when he has been healthy. Uh, I think that once the season, like, you know, stretches out into the summer months and you get, you know, full-time sees Kopech and Giolito, that a lot of this will right itself. Uh, but they may need to make additions at the deadline because uh, Keiko looks about toast, but Alaska hasn't been much better. Uh, they could use another picture. But, you know, if you're struggling, it's best to be in the AL Central than anywhere else. Dan, I'll just tee this question up because it's related. Are the Twins the least likely current division leader to hold on here through these next few months? They do have a five-game lead right now over Chicago. Well, I well, I don't, well, I think they're probably less likely to hold on than the Mets. You, you, you referenced them earlier. <laughs> and the thing about the Mets is the, the better they play, the worse like, the, the, the horrible poetic fall around the corner will be because – that's just kind of the experience of, of people who root for the Mets. Uh, but when you, you, know, you get back to the numbers, you look at the Twins, and uh, their pitching has overachieved a bit. I, I liked Joe Ryan a lot coming into the season, but I didn't think he was you know, a, a, a 2.20-something ERA pitcher. Uh, I, I, they've gotten healthy, okay-ish performance from Chris Archer. Now, Chris Paddock is injured. That's a big deal. Uh, but I do think that this team does have concerning rotation depth. And, you know, you stretch out a long season, and that, that gives the White Sox an end. Uh, but I think they're probably about a coin flip with the Sox right now. Dan, just looking at uh, – just moving over to the NL real quick. We have about 90 seconds left. Dan, this already feels like we have three teams in the West, two teams in the Central, and then I guess two and a half teams if you want to count the Phillies in the mix – still in the NL East. When this is all said and done, Dan, how competitive does this race get down towards the finish for those three wild cards in the NL? Because this feels like it's eight teams that are well above everyone else in that league. I think it will be a good wild card race. I think the divisions might be set fairly early. Uh, I think one team to watch is the Marlins because you look at them and they are below 500, but they do have a positive uh, win differential. They have the highest upside pitching of I think any of the wild card contenders, and if they can just get some offense, I think they could make a, a, a pretty solid wild card run when we get down to you know July, August, September. Marlins uh, eighteen and twenty five, but only one game in the loss column behind the Braves because they just haven't played as much baseball as Atlanta has so far this year. He's Dan Zimborski. You can find his great work at FanGraphs, ESPN as well. Of course, uh, the proprietary stat of Dan Zips. Always available at Fangraphs as well. On the tweets at D Zimborski. Uh, you'll see it on your screen to see the spelling of it as well. Uh, just search Dan uh, SZ on Twitter. You'll find his name very easily. Zimborski, always a pleasure, buddy. It's good to talk to you. It's always fun, Jeff. Thanks for having me. Of course, Dan Zimborski, everyone. Again, on the tweets at D Zimborski. When we come back, we'll get JVT in about 20 minutes, but first. The Daily Card at MLB. That's next Point Spread Saturday. This is Point Spread Saturday on VSEN, the sports betting network. Winning never looked better. 
make free hoops and soccer picks for a shot at a sweet payday with the H&M Wear That Feeling Prediction Series. Enter three pools and compete for your share of $15,000 in total cash prizes. So head to DraftKings.com slash HM right now to get in on the action. H&M to make everyone look and feel good. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Big thanks to Zimborski, Dan Zimborski, that is, for joining us. By the way, I cannot get enough of this Jock Peterson-Tommy Pham story. Can't get enough of it. Seems to be taking Twitter ablaze. Multiple people tweeting out, hey, it's important to know the rules of your fantasy football league so you don't get major league players slapping each other in batting practice. <laughs> it's just it's very ridiculous. A great way to start the holiday weekend, right? By the way, the Reds actually won that game. The Reds are almost out of last place, Dan Miller. Look at that. Amazing. Reds are only three and a half behind the Pirates and the Cubs. And the Cubs, the Cubs are disappointing. The Pirates, we knew would stink, and the Pirates do stink. So we'll get to some more baseball in a second here. I just want to bring this up because it is the world's biggest event today. The Champions League final in Paris. A lot of good things going on in Paris this week. Of course, the French Open still well underway. Iga Sviatek is more than likely going to roll through and win the French Open by the end of when it ends next week. Daniel Medvedev got through earlier this morning on the men's side, reaching the uh, reaching the fourth round almost. Moving along, love how quick these tennis round tennis uh, tennis tournaments move. I should say, tennis tournaments. Nadal, Djokovic, and Alcaraz all on the same side of the men's draw. Ridiculous. But back to the Champions League real quick. Liverpool and Real Madrid. Now, Real Madrid, keep in mind here, in the Champions League this year, in this version of the Champions League, Real Madrid lost at home to Sheriff. From Moldova. Now, I don't know. I don't know uh, much about the country of Moldova, but any team from Moldova should not be beating Real Madrid. And they did. And Real Madrid was fortunate to get out of the group stage. And here they are on this run where they have defeated PSG and Man City in route in order to get to. This Champions League final where they now play Liverpool, who's going for a treble. The two domestic cups in England come up just shy in the Premier League as Man City's three goals in five minutes was enough to hold on. But today in Paris, of course, this was originally supposed to be in St. Petersburg. Nope. Not with everything that's going on there. So the Champions League final, you have Liverpool even money at MGM, at MGM. Real Madrid plus 250, the draw. This is, a remember, when you're betting the three-way markets in soccer, we have, to, we have to preface this because we have a World Cup coming in November, even though I think a lot of people will just be still bet, betting uh, American football instead of the world's football. The three-way betting markets are for the 90 minutes of action. 
plus injury time. If this thing goes into what they call extra time, which is equivalent for our overtime, your three-way bets don't matter. So, like, let's say Liverpool wins with a goal in the 110th minute, 2-1, to one, but it was 1-1 to one after the 90, you're getting paid on the draw. You're not getting paid on Liverpool. So you have to keep that in mind. If you want Liverpool to just win the game in any fashion, the ones to lift a trophy, they're minus 165 at BetMGM. Real Madrid's plus 125. You can probably do better than plus 125 on Real Madrid. Actually, I know you can do better, so shop around. I expect Liverpool to win this match. Now, I do not have enough confidence to bet it in the 90. Because Real Madrid has just found ways to randomly get through here. It'd be PSG, Chelsea, and Man City in the last three knockout stages. That's a wild run. Liverpool has taken out Inter, Inter Milan, Benfica, and Villarreal. A little bit difference of quality for these two teams' runs so far through this tournament. No disrespect to Benfica, Villarreal, or Inter. Inter finished second in uh, in Serie A this year. AC Milan finally winning another domestic cup. Domestic league, I should say. I do like Liverpool to win. But I'm not, I, I would probably lean toward just laying a price on lifting the trophy as opposed to taking the regulation time. Because this match being 1-1 and ending in a regulation draw would not shock me one bit. And then Liverpool finding a way an extra time. That's what I'm looking at today. Let's uh, let's go back to baseball real quick. Love our guy, JVT. I go back to what I said earlier. Based off this card, the two that I like, I think we were in the New York, New York area here. Dan Miller was shaking his head earlier at me. But that's what I think I like. I like the two New York teams today. Square positions, I know. But the Yankees, only $1.32. Would Garrett Cole throw $1.36 here? I like that. Cole is, despite all the garbage that has been thrown Garrett Cole's way, and early in the first few starts was properly so, Cole's really stabilized over the last few times out. Yankees playing well. Rays, just again, it's it's shocking to see the Yankees actually playing the Rays well, like they have through these first two games of the series. Yankees have a chance to really put the foot down on the Rays and the Blue Jays in this Memorial Day weekend, as odd as that may seem. You have an eight-and-a-half game lead in a division. I don't care where you are in the, in the season. Unless if you're the 07 Phillies making up seven-and-a-half and 17 on the Mets. It's hard to make it up, even with this much time. You really need help from the other team. Yankees, 20 games over 500. What a start. 33-13. and 13. I had them wrong. I thought they were going to underachieve again. Didn't add enough. I didn't think they had enough in the, in the offseason. I was off. Their pitching is so good. Bullpen's been great. Even with, again, Green's done for the year, Tommy John, or all this Chapman's on the IL and not looking good. I mean, they're getting Clay Holmes. Clay Holmes looks like Mariano Rivera right now. And then the other one, uh, the other one, the Mets. I like the Mets today against the Phillies. Mets 7-3 and three against Philly so far this year. Beat them last night. Minus one twenty-two with Walker against Eflin. I'll take the. Uh, I'll take a slight. 
it's a slight pitching advantage to me for Walker over Eflin. So that's why I would lean to the Mets as well. Take them at home. It's close, though. So Mets and Yankees. I also, again, you want, man, I, I'm going square favorites here today in baseball. That's never a good sign. I like the White Sox, too, against the Cubs. Like, I, I, again, we're going, we're going with all these, all these square favorites. Hey, look, I, I, I know I'll be upsetting our guy Josh Applebaum here, but minus 136 with the White Sox at home against the Cubs? Take a little of that. Cubs look awful right now, by the way. Look awful right now. Other things on this card that are interesting, uh, the, the, the Marlins and the Braves, no bet here, but I wouldn't be shocked if you see Sandy Alcantara get bet. Maybe even in, maybe all the way to even money. Maybe even all the way into having to lay a little bit of a price on the Marlins. Wouldn't be shocked there. And then uh, look, you were, excuse me, I had yeah, I had that had right. Marlins possibly end up minus one hundred five when this is all said and done. We end up as a pick on the dime line. Wouldn't shock me there. Not much else. Not much else on this card. Maybe, maybe taking over in Colorado and uh, and Washington with a Dome pitching who's been dreadful this year. Rockies horrible away from home, though, as we've discussed plenty on this network. But again, I square square favorites for me: the Yankees, the Mets, and the White Sox. That's that's a little alarming, isn't it? <laughs> a little alarming here today. Uh, by the way, also Indy 500 tomorrow. I have no play on this, but. It will be it will be fascinating to see, based off the way that starting grid ended up breaking down. The favorite for the longest time, Yosef, uh, all the way back on the sixth line. So a little bit different looking at that this year, where the really again the favorite for most of the offseat for most of this. Uh, most of this year lead up starting further back. And so Yosef Newgarden, of course, starting 14th in row five, I should say, excuse me. Always the greatest spectacle of the weekend, the Indy 500. Wes Reynolds gave out his picks earlier in the week. So check that out in the newsletter. If you're a VEASAN subscriber, by the way, you can get everything we do right now for the summer special, $39. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. JVT's coming up. Talking game seven. And which team presents the tougher matchup for Golden State next on VSIN? At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is Point Spread Saturday on VSEN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsin.com to check the current betting splits data. The betting splits page will show you where the money and the bets are moving on every single game. And now it's updated every 10 minutes, so you'll be able to see the changes in all the action as they happen. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match public opinion. You can check it out today. And not just today's action, future action as well. Betting splits. Another way VEASAN is here to make you smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at VEASAN.com. It's Point Spread Saturday. Point Spread Saturday. I have to remember what day it is. Wouldn't that help? Wouldn't that help things? Saturday. Tomorrow's <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> I'm Jeff Farrell. Happy to be with you. Uh, now with us, uh, he hosts The Edge. He, uh, you'll also see him tomorrow on Hardwood Handicappers. Uh, Right around tip for game seven for that one. For uh, the Celtics and the Heat, he'll be leading you into tip-off, actually. It's our guy, Jonathan Von Tobel, JVT. John, thanks for being with us this morning. What's going on, man? Uh, you know, it's it's pretty good. It's pretty good being here at 5 in the morning, getting through the show, seeing all the fun people that are out at the South Point this early. It's always always a good time. And uh, JVT last night, boy, that was that was something else from Jimmy Butler, wasn't it? Uh, it was. And, you know, I like data and I like numbers and everything like that. But sometimes it's just cool to see guys deliver. And uh, Jimmy Butler did just that, man. He was absolutely fantastic. And it, it, to put it to do it in a situation in which you're fighting for your life and with one knee, essentially, for Jimmy Butler. So uh, I think it's been pretty incredible to see what he's been able to do. The last two games were pretty bad, but he's had some pretty phenomenal performances in the postseason. And this is reminiscent of that, that NBA finals game back in the bubble. He was absolutely fantastic. Just looking at this game seven ahead here, John, because look, I, I think we were, most of us were in agreement that last night, all right, maybe we, we don't want to lay the eight, the eight and a half with Boston, but the expectation was, all right, they're going to finish this out, win it at home. And now they don't. Jimmy Butler, like we said, the 47 last night. And now 
the scene shifts back to Miami and we see Boston a road favorite in game seven, like they were in game two and like they were in game number five in this, excuse me, game number five in this series, they were a bigger favorite than the two and a half point favorite they are here. Is there any way you're leaning here? I know you have a lot of liability on the Celtics uh, futures wise here. You know, I, I, I'm looking at Miami like the last few games. So I haven't bet pre-flop either the last few games, uh, but each time, as much as I like Boston and they are my highest power rated team, I've been really surprised by the betting markets, just like support of Boston and betting it like it's already over, you know, like it's been really surprising. And look, in game five, when they closed three and a half on the road, they ended up covering that number. It still seemed crazy to me. And then you see yesterday the wide variety of numbers because of injuries and absences. I'm just I'm really surprised that the market is so heavy on Boston. I figured they would be the side to support from the public. I figured they'd be the heavily supported side. But the power rating is really, really high on the Celtics at this point right now. And we could still get Tyler Hero back for the Miami Heat. I, to me, the numbers have been so out of whack, it would have to be Miami or pass just because I think the power rating on Boston has been way be like beaten to death. And the other part of this is we saw it yesterday. Boston's not good in clutch time. This is a team that was 28th in net rating in clutch time in the regular season. It, it's been pretty bad for them. So I think I'd have to back Miami, man. Well, that that's the interesting thing. I'm happy you brought that up, the clutch time stuff, because – the whole second half was bizarre from Boston. Tatum and Brown only took seven shots combined in the second half. I mean, you saw more Derek White shots in the second half, basically, than the two of those guys put together. And and look, JVT, the execution, really, they got away with it in, in, other, in other points of this postseason. But in games that have been close, other than really the ending in game six where Tatum couldn't miss against Milwaukee in that last weird flurry against Brooklyn in game one, where they got the uncontested layup. It has been a little bit messy down the stretch. And like you said, this has been them all year long. And that has to be a concern in a road game seven. Yep. And it's not like it's Tatum and Brown only taking two shots. It's Derek white fouling PJ Tucker for no reason. It's Jalen Brown missing two free throws when he should have hit them. Right. Cause he, mm-hmm. I think he had hit his first seven. Um, yeah, the execution is so weird, and it's always on the offensive end, always. From Miami's perspective here, JVT, it's, it's weird to say that the number one seed with home court advantage is kind of playing with house money, but with the way that they have been looked at all year, it feels like this is almost a house money situation for Miami, especially with the injuries. I know you said, hey, I'd only be looking at Miami here, but – I, for, to win this game, do they need Hero back here, or do you think Butler has something like we saw yesterday again in the tank for one more game? I, I think we're done doubting Jimmy Butler. <laughs> so <laughs> I think, true. like, I, I don't think they would need Hero, and Hero adds another defensive liability if he's going to be out mm-hmm. there on the floor. He obviously helps, especially when it comes to their offense and how bogged down it has been, especially the two games prior without him before last night. They have an offense rating of 80.6 in non-garbage time minutes. That's atrocious. So I don't think he would hurt anything. I, th- I think he gives Boston another wrinkle to go after, but he's been so good against their drop coverage, the way that they've been trying to play him, and he's given them a spark almost every time he's been out there. He's had some bad moments, but when you're talking about him taking some of these shots as opposed to like a Victor Oladipo, I, I think it only, for the most part, it's a positive for the Miami Heat. Now, is he worth anything from a point spread perspective? Not entirely sure. Uh, does he impact the total? I would think since we're as low as minus or we're as low as 197 at this point right now. Uh, maybe that gets bumped up a little bit like 199 or so. It is a game seven between these two. Uh, but I, at this point, I think I've come around. I, I think he helps more than he hurts Miami. JVT, just looking at potential series prices for the next round, of course, 
The Warriors are waiting for whoever wins tomorrow night in South Beach. Were you a little surprised to see the Warriors as short as they were when they opened? You're now starting to see, actually, even at, at Superbook, uh, where the Warriors are up to minus 150 in a potential series against Boston, plus 130 on the take back for the Celts. And then Miami, it's minus 240 and 2-1, to one, respectively. Golden State, of course, favored there as well. And not really only because like, I like this Boston team and they have like, for me, they're the highest power rated team. And I'm still going to stick by that despite their, you know, gaps in the fourth quarters. Um, and I, I thought it was relatively fair just given home court and whatnot. And the fact that the Celtics are power rated is high, but I think it makes sense. You know, I think, I, I don't know who I was on with the other day, but um, I, uh, we were talking about the series price too. And I was like, expect the Celtics or excuse me, that price of the Warriors to kind of go up the way the Celtics are handling the series and the public nature of supporting Golden State. So I guess you could say it should have been a little bit higher given the support the Warriors were likely going to get. But I don't think it was too surprising given, like we talked about, like with these lines and whatnot, how high, highly power-rated Boston is. There are a few who think Boston should be favored uh, in a series like that against the Golden State Warriors despite not having home court. So I wasn't super surprised, but I'm also not surprised by the market coming in, betting Golden State, especially since um, they failed to put away the Miami Heat. GVT, just looking real quick, uh, finals MVP markets that are out there still right now. Steph Curry is your your odds-on favorite right now. Uh, you have uh, you've Tatum a little a little under two uh, two uh, two fifty uh, plus two fifty, I should say. You have Jimmy Butler at plus seven fifty, and then everyone else is longer than that, uh, fifteen to one or longer, except for Brown, who is ten to one. Is there anyone other than let's say? take out Tatum or Butler or Curry here. Is there anyone that you would be looking to bet potentially at a 15 to one price longer than that? It would have to be a Boston Celtic. I think it's pretty clear that if Miami or Golden State are winning the NBA finals, it is Jimmy Butler and Steph Curry who are going to win that award. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see this with finals MVPs all the time. You know, the media who votes on it more nationally based, uh, they they don't really have a lot of nuance in their thought process. So it's usually just best player on winning team. And that would be Curry or Butler. Uh, but for the Boston Celtics, given where they have gotten all of their contributions from, uh, you can, I think, you look all the way around the board, right? I think any one of, if I were to tell you the Celtics won the finals and any one of Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, or even Robert Williams were to win that award, I don't think any of us would be surprised, given, of course, how impactful Robert Williams is defensively, how good Jalen Brown can be offensively, and Marcus Smart's their leading point guard and just one defensive player of the year. So I think if you're looking deeper down the board, it's going to be a Boston Celtic. We'll throw Al Horford in there too. Uh, sorry, Derek White, he doesn't make the cut. But I, I think you're going with Boston players. Like, let's look at Clay Thompson, for example. Somebody asked me about this the other day. The problem with Thompson is while he closed out the Mavericks and shot very well, he's been wildly inconsistent throughout this postseason. And I'm not sure you're getting that on a the game-to-game basis over the course of a best of seven. And then it really drops off after that. So to me, if you're going Miami or Golden State, it's going to be the top two guys. Uh, but with the Celtics, I think you can feel free to get a little deeper on the board. The, the deep Celtics on here, 75 to one at DraftKings for smart. 100 to 1 on Horford. Robert Williams is 200 to 1. Don't bet that, guys. And Grant Williams is 350 to 1. So there you go. You, the smart 75 to 1 feels the one that could possibly happen there if anything were to go crazy there, JVT. Uh, yeah, potentially. I, I would. I mean, I guess you would probably want a little bit more on Robert Williams, but given that he's their best defensive player, uh, I, I would not be surprised if he gets a little support for it. But kind of along to your point, again, national media doesn't really watch a lot of defense. I don't think you're going to be able to, <laughs> yeah, to determine yeah. how well he's been playing. Exactly. Again, it's just again, it's just hard. It's hard to not go full narrative street when you're dealing with betting an award, especially when you're dealing with a finals as opposed to a whole regular season. 
like we saw with Jokic winning yet again. He's JVT, Jonathan Von Tobel. Honda tweets at me, JVT. Of course, host of The Edge, host of Hardwood Handicappers as well. JVT, enjoy the game tomorrow night. Thanks for getting up early with us. Yeah, thanks, man. Of course, uh, JVT, everyone. That's all the time we have on Point Spread Saturday. I'm Jeff Parles. Happy to be with you this morning. The Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher. Coming your way next on Vista and the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening if you love sports and true crime then there's a new podcast from executive producer dan patrick and hosted by me jay harris that you won't want to miss playing dirty sports scandals each week i'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever i'm talking marcus dixon olympic gymnastics kane velasquez salacious super bowl level scandals Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.